thanks again for tuning in to our Enlightened Conversations, where this season we are deep diving into some tough topics with our guests. I will also be sharing some enlightened conversations with my favourite intergalactic being, Ralph, from my book, Conversations with Ralph, as well as some new, never-been-heard-of conversations with them. You hear it all here, real, raw and rare, and all shared in an enlightened way. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our part two of our Reflections on Conversations with Ralph, based on my book, Conversations with Ralph, and we had gotten up to the second chapter just towards the very end and I stopped it there because it was enough to digest. Um, however, we had talked about the, the coming to the realisation of how powerful uh, conversations were to help us to resolve our issues. And I just wanted to um, read the rest of that chapter um, just so that you, you're clear on what um, the dialogue that I had with my hubby later that day in relation to the topic that we just discussed because there was some reflecting um, I remember going about our day and having such a huge reflection later that I had to share it with him so here goes so later that day hubby and I reflected a bit more on the meditation and I recorded it and I said um, it all makes sense and Tony said, it's so logical. Sounds like, why wouldn't it be like that almost? And then I said, I know, the more you reflect on it, the more it feels like, of course, this would be the last step. And as I was writing it this morning, I heard, in the beginning was the word and in the end is the word. That's all you've got left. These conversations you're having with people, you know the story of creation, how it says in the beginning of was the word and the word was God in the Bible. And then Hubby said, I'm not totally familiar with that. And I said, okay, all right. Well, it's the creation story, interestingly enough. And Hubby said, yeah, right. And I said, the beginning of consciousness is like the word and at the end of consciousness, in the end, there's the word. Hubby said, yeah. And then I said, I've got so many questions though, like what happens when there's only one soul left? You know, like do they have any help? What happens? Like how does that work? And is that the place that I, that I, and then hubby said, you're assuming there is an end to souls. And I said, well, yeah, that's true. I was just thinking just then, as I was saying it, that portal that I got to at the end, maybe that's the last step. Maybe that's where the last soul is. They're talking to other people that come through that little portal because there's no one in that universe left. But then you said, what's the point of these universes? Well, maybe the point is that, and then Hubby interrupted. He said, no, I didn't say that. What's the point of the universes? And I said, oh. And Hubby said, what's the point of the flower of life mandala, the tunnel to connect the universes together, you know? And I said, yeah, that's what I just said. Like maybe that's the point that if there's only one soul left and they're not quite finished, then who do they converse with? And maybe that's the point of the tunnel that they need to converse with someone outside of the universe from another universe hubby said yeah right that's right and i said me well that has to be the step um there's always help that's the unity principle that that we're all connected and we're never alone and hubby said so that's in that specific universe and i said yeah that's right exactly in that specific universe and hubby said there's a lot to take in there's so many different theological and scientific processes you could apply to it. It's 
neither scientific or theological or anything like that. It fits in all, in sort of both, doesn't it? And I said, uh-huh. And Hubby said, interested to hear more from Ralph. I said, yeah, me too. And Hubby said, who's to say that now that you've found one particular universe that you won't be exposed to other universes? And I said, but I was exposed to two others at the beginning of the week, but I didn't enter them. I was just shown them. But they were like I was one was crystalline and and I and one had a flying creature that looked like it was underwater, but it was flying. So I kind of feel like perhaps I could explore those, but I don't know if I'd get the consciousness of the same level of consciousness that I'm at at the moment. Because the conversation that I had was distinctly human, and he was talking about humanity and we're not the only humanity. Yeah, like life is out there, but and hubby said oh and also that space travel and all this sort of stuff you know like how could you possibly travel across the universe due to the distances involved but this is how you do it you go within instead of going without you've got to go within through the flower of life mandala tunnels which are aka wormholes and i said yeah well you could call them a wormhole um hubby said yeah, and that's how interstellar beings, that's the only way they can communicate when you think about it because physically the distance is just too immense for it. And I said, well, yeah, maybe it's created that way on purpose. And Hubby said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to ask the, the questions to Ralph actually. And Hubby said, Ralph's going to be a busy little boy. <laughs> and I said, yeah, ha, 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 I'm excited. And Hubby said I would be too so it's like you are, are you able to go through the flower of life mandala consciously at will and I said um I don't know I haven't tried yet and Hubby said or is it only during this that state of meditation and I said I will try later today and see what happens and later that day Hubby and I chatted some more and Hubby said is what you're saying when we die we go to that universe our soul goes to that universe or it's completely separate to us. I said, no, no, it's a completely separate. It's completely separate. However, Ralph and I had a conversation that we, we had a contract that I would meet him in this universe. Um, so also later that day, um, I voice recorded many questions whilst sitting on the beach with hubby, but for some reason they disappeared only to be found a little later on down the road of this book. So I thought at the time that it must be meant to be more of an organic process and I got preoccupied with things and didn't go back in to talk to Ralph but the flower of life Mandela called me again a few days later so this brings us up to chapter three um, and chapter three is everything matters this was recorded on the 18th of April 2018 officially it was conversation two with Ralph I woke at 5 30 a.m. to my spinning flower of life mandala. I was told to be prepared, so I went to the loo, had a drink of water, jumped back into bed and started the voice recorder. I am recording the experience live as I'm experiencing it and describing it verbally as I go. And this is a new experience for me, a real-time one. I go through the mandala, but not, no purple today. I immediately recognize that I've started off in a different universe. I'm out the other side and in outer space. It's a different universe, but feels familiar. Me, I say, um, I feel like I'm right at the edge of a planet, a big one, 
Why am I here? Them. To show you that multiple universes exist. Then I reply, there is a beauty in life on other planets just like on Earth. Feels familiar. Feels like I'm on Earth, but I am not. A bit like in the new Lost in Space movie, but a little bit different. There are animals, saw a flying bird, like a pterodactyl, but it wasn't, they tell me, but similar, dinosaurish. I'm getting it's more the timeline of Neolithic man. Humans definitely evolving from certain bone structure characteristics that pertain to a certain level of consciousness that mimic the ape, but are not the ape, but similar. The forms of the bones are formed. I'm being told that I'm being taken to this universe because they want me to be prepared for a visit to Ralph next, to be in some kind of rhythm with how I'm going to stay focused while I'm recording. And they're calling me back now. I feel a nervousness and at the base of my spine, tingling. And I feel in my stomach a bit. There's a bit of fear and weird feeling in my tummy. So it's not about the place I'm in. It's about the next step. So I'm going to come back now, I think, or am I going to go straight there? I don't know. I'm going to see. I see the purple light from this end of the tunnel and I'm going through and I'm through. Ralph's here. It's just energy. I've got my eyes slightly open, actually. I ask him how he was. He's good and looking forward to my visit and he's glad I'm recording, voice recording this. I'm going to ask this question. Here's the question. What's the difference between being dead and being here? Now, Ralph responds, and it's quite long response. Yes, for a couple of pages. So here we go. There's a big difference. Being dead means you still have many incarnations or haven't transitioned fully back to the spirit world where you meet the high council and chart your next life and evaluate your previous life. This is a helpful space to re of respite before you return. Being here is the last incarnation and the finalization of all that needs to be finalized, realized, resolved. The power of seeing every incarnation that one has experienced in another person, we have that capability here. We cannot see it in ourselves fully without interacting with one another. This brings the power of unity consciousness to the fore. In unity, we expand and only in unity do we expand at the final stage. Many have not realized this yet. They don't have the information I'm giving you. And that is why it leads to, to depression and closes them off. There's much healing to do there in, in self-forgiveness and non-judgment of other people and what they see in other people. They do not understand the point of being here or this last step. In the spirit world, you can see everything. You can see everything you've experienced from every lifetime. You're evaluating yourself and planning what you need next. And you know that you need others to fully realize we are one. And Tony asked, what is the point of all this? Many ask, and that is why they get stuck in depression. But the point is, we can't do it alone, even though we are all one. 
the true essence of oneness is that everything exists in oneness. And earth and our universe are examples of that. Many levels of everything, creation, thought, feeling, rock, plant, earth, formation, mountain, weather, the multitude of combinations of everything put together, such as your principles, referring to the 12 principles that I write about in the Everyday Lightworker Bible and several other books. You all come back to, it puts you together and it all, and it all puts us together. Integration of everything is the purpose. The power in that is huge. And that is why, without mentioning names that you've already thought of, when people speak to you and they say, everything is not a mirror and that's all bullshit, that you recoil, you, that you cannot resonate with anyone promoting disconnection and denial that we are all one. And on a personal note, you know why you've left certain things that don't feel like you are connecting on that level, even though that being may be more evolved than you in certain aspects, which is true. Perhaps they are able to, as their third eye is so highly developed, read the internal situation of a person's medical situation. However, as I've told you, this land, this non-land, this universe is created with no body Yet we see everything. And so the next level is that. Many who have had that skill in their past lives find that they are at a bit of a loss here because when the third eye is developed but the unity consciousness is lacking, they feel superfluous and they feel lost and they feel powerless. So that's a big lot of information that... Uh, that I just want to expand on that. So basically um, what I understood from Ralph when, when he said that um, was that people who are medical intuitives who can read like the body with, who are very developed in their third eye, can just scan the body and just see physical conditions. Um, if they still are lacking the unity consciousness principle, they struggle in that world because they haven't quite, they can't, there is nothing to read, so so to speak, in the physical. Um, and if they don't, if they don't understand the unity principle, then they get feel very disconnected. Um, so it's really interesting. So I responded by saying, Ralph, I thank you very much for that information because that explains a lot to me. I feel very grateful for you explaining that to me, and I'm sure that that will make sense to a lot of people. I know it does to me. I have been shown that an awakened third eye does not equal certain principles that I live my life by, one of them being unity, the other being honesty and integrity about that. I've been shown that and I'm careful now of that and watching for that, especially given my social network is. I want to know if, my, if it is my job to educate people on this. I don't know if I'm asking the right person, but I would like your feedback on whether you think I need to educate people on the lessons I'm learning with you as I go or whether... I need to sit with the information and pen a book. What are your feelings on that? On, on, on that? What your feelings on that is, it would be appreciated to hear at the very least, and it is personal, but I'd like to hear that information, please, if you have any feedback or input. Um, so 
I, I did ask whether or not I meant to, because I hadn't written the book yet. So I was, you know, just questioning Ralph on whether or not I should keep, start to share it straight away. Um, and I think that I can, I can continue to read his response on that. Um, Ralph says, yes, of course, you are here because you've been chosen to educate the world that you live in of things beyond their world at this point in time. So the people, when they are at this level in your world, can transition fully into the oneness, fully integrated, and there's no holding back of information at this stage. There's no reason to. There are many in your world on their final incarnation, many who do not need to come here, many do not need to be stretched to the point where there is no body to understand that the things that you've already learned, such as yourself, such as yourself. However, you know that some of you choose to come back. Even if you are fully integrated, you always have the choice to be that person. And you've been chosen in your next incarnation, and you've seen this already, that you'll be working with the body in a medical situation as a professor, and you'll be teaching medical intuition and medical beyond beyond what we are experiencing in this particular energetic vibration on earth. And when I say we, I say we as humanity. And you know you've seen this, you've seen this, we've shown you this, and I'm working in conjunction with your guides. And when I say we, that is because when you're at this level, when you don't have a body, you can observe very easily what is going on with those people that you are contracted with and required to assist. And so I can easily bilocate to your universe at any time and I can easily see what you are ready for and what you have learned and that is why you have been called here it's time yes so that's uh, I had been shown that I would be a professor and I'd be educating and I would be doing surgeries and but also working with the energetics and I don't quite know the whole picture of it but that's for another lifetime and that's okay but he was just he was actually just confirming that um, for me and um, it was really sweet um, and so I said, okay, I understand that. I understand that. It makes sense to me. What I'm understanding is that, and this is the question, a question, but in our earth universe, where we have this opportunity to evolve, it will evolve eventually to a non-physical state because that is required for some souls to evolve. That's the question. Ralph responded, and, and this is quite a long response as well. So I will read it all. Um, and then I'll let you know when I'm finished reading that. <laughs> Ralph said, that is correct. That is correct. And Tony asked, is there other universes? Of course there are. And what is the point? That's because there are many souls that are required to be in the, that experience right now. Whereas on earth, they are not. And the question, do they incarnate in a different universe if they are ready for that? Not required because the experiences that they have had within their own create a karmic tie, if you like, to that world where they have experienced numerous times many relationships with those individuals that once at this point of where we are in this bodiless form, they are required to be triggered to learn to process. Like I said, we are processing all the time here. 
there's nothing left than the memories and the feelings and the spirit soul connection of evolving past and beyond into full acceptance and unity and connection without angst, without triggers, with just peace, that highest vibrational frequency that met you when you asked, what is the highest vibrational frequency when you arrived here? So yes, there are many universes, each into their own. But having said that, as you know, you and a few others have been chosen to travel to learn and to take back information. So in essence, the unity connection is still there. That one universe cannot evolve without the other is part of the intrinsic nature of unity. So you have a job to do. Part of that job is informing Earth of these messages. <laughs> Those that are ready will feel validated and amazing, just as you did today. And you were quite teary and you know how it felt to be validated on that level. Think about that. Think about how people will feel when they hear this information, when they too have experienced what you have felt and felt humiliated because they, others, could see clearer in some respects to you on a physical level. But think about it. The impulse behind everything is energetic. The impulse behind everything is energetic. It can be read, but only up to the level that that person understands and connects with the highest vibrational frequencies. To distinguish the high, we must also be able to distinguish the low. To distinguish the low, we must have a connection and feeling and understanding and energetic intelligence of how that serves us. One must have a high sense of their higher self in order to reflect on that level. One must be willing to embrace the shadow, as you call it. All those aspects of the personality that we deem shameful and bad, etc. If they aren't owned, they are not only disowned and manifest in other ways, but they aren't seen. And when we don't want to see them, that cuts the third eye off on an energetic level from what we can be from what can be seen moving forward past this 3D experience. So that's the end of um, Ralph's uh, response to my question. Um, and I'll, I'll go on. So I say, okay, makes a lot of sense. I see. So the clarity of the third eye is like tuned in, almost like a radio station to this 3D world, which I can understand, which is really great if you are still seeing the physical. Ralph said, if they are looking for the issue for another person, they can find it. And if that's part of their job to look for the energetics behind the 3D world, they can find it. They will find it and they can evolve their third eye through that process. And I said, okay, I see. Yep, okay. So that's a very deep thing to understand. And I guess I honestly have not walked that path of developing my third eye on a physical level to be able to see inside the body like they do to that level of detail. I haven't. And I'm being shown by you that that's my next lifetime in the medical field, hence why I have had medical intuitive experiences here and have had that sort of energetic connection as a precursor to that. And Ralph is about to respond to that in a very lengthy way, which I'll read and I'll let you know when I'm finished. 
and it's almost the end of the chapter so we'll end with with that uh, Ralph said not everybody has the energetic connection of the empathetic feelings before they can see inside the body for some people that comes later for you it's a skill that you can develop moving forward in the future that is not necessary to learn how this place serves you to understand where you are moving forward moving towards it is not required but you are learning and understanding how to work with those who have this issue in your next incarnation and to help you bridge that gap and this is your professor status it's not merely about the medical you are bringing forward you are developing in this lifetime of course developing this insight but in the next time mastering it so there are levels of what you do in each lifetime and what in the nature of time you can achieve in one lifetime and tony asked me about time is there time in this world yes there is time although we don't have the sun rising and we don't have the sun setting there is a lot of time and interaction that exists between us that's why people get depressed because it seems it's endless get in peace when peace is endless you're in bliss you're in joy and you're in celebration and every time i see someone resolve something because i can read and we are at this level we can read how many are close to that point there is an incredible feeling of joy you know how that feels and you can feel it in your heart right now you know how it feels michelle when someone's overcoming something and resolving something there is no greater feeling is there and that's what motivates you to do the job that you do well it's true here and i know you're feeling emotional and it's affecting your voice box and that's how much joy we feel here seeing people and you ask the question how do we die here there's no body we don't we resolve and as i said to you there is a lot of depression here why when people just disappear on you because they are resolved and you're not required to resolve in this plane with that person and there is no return of that soul in midway plane like on on, on your earth the only thing left is grief and that grief can be endless for someone who has an attachment to resolving that which can't be resolved as you know on earth you have mediumship on earth we have no mediumship here the only mediumship we have is between two people or a group of souls who come together to talk about certain topics and we do have that to help each other resolve not everybody understands the purpose of resolving and that can be a very painful time for people in in this universe those that are evolved as myself can see all for that person and understand all and be in complete compassion and joy that they're almost there i cannot describe to you the process in intricate detail but i will i want to but it's enough to take in for you to process in your period of time in your world all the information i've given you i want to reiterate something to you michelle everything matters you come to me in this world through the portal to connect to have the experience of being here yet you do not have to you can call me there i've been with you whole time off off and on through your life as one of your guides 
they're used to speaking to me. And as your guides don't usually have faces, you're clear audience and you don't mind where spirit's talking to you from. I have been used in many occasions to help you. And that is why I feel so familiar to you. I'm not Archangel Michael, but I'm very familiar with him and we work together and I work with him. Things are going to change for you dramatically soon. Your world will feel upside down. May this be your constant to know. Everything matters, even when you don't understand it. With everything you are going through right now, that's the strongest message I can give you, and I'll leave you with that. Okay, so this is really big. Everything matters um, is, and then we sign off. I just say, okay, thank you, Ralph. I really appreciate everything you said to me today. That's huge information to take in and I do appreciate it. And I'm very grateful, very grateful. And I know last time I was here, you gave me a hug and it was a weird, warm, fluid sensation. Was like a, a weird, warm, fluid sensation was sinking into my skin and as you were embracing me. And I just want to say, I really enjoyed that. Here's another one. I'm getting it. Hugging ensues. It's a oneness hug. It went all the way through me at time. That's beautiful. Last time it was only half. And Ralph said, that's because you were in, or in the energy of wondering what it felt like in the, in the hug. <laughs> I said, yes, that's true. This time I really wanted to let it in. Thank you, Ralph. I will see you next time. Maybe I'll try calling you forward to this world. I don't, so I don't need to chat with you in your world. And, it, and in order to experience the communication that I have with you, thank you. Um, and Ralph said, you're welcome now. Go and share. And I said, I will. And I traveled back to the wormhole, purple light on the tunnel, like I was walking through it rather than being pulled back. I'm back. So. That's chapter three. And I just wanted to say with regards to um, all that, it's, it, it is quite deep and it is quite um, complicated to understand, to get our head around that, you know, in if we don't sort of, on the one hand, integrate everything that we are um, while we're in this body, um, we are given that opportunity when we're, when we've evolved to a high frequency that doesn't require the body, um, but we don't do it alone. We can't do it alone. It, that it requires that level of integration of unity consciousness. And so everything happening to us, that everything matters, everything we know in the previous chapter, everything is seen. And in this chapter, we're learning everything matters, everything that we go through um, like it was quite personal information to me and why is because often I will be questioning or oh, why can't I see inside somebody like an MRO like somebody else can or what have you because there's obviously a, a frequency that's um, like in my next lifetime going to be more evolved uh, from my third eye to be able to do that so it's quite personal but as you can sort of tell that uh, conversation that I had was really all about not comparing myself to other people because the skill set that we have when it comes to unity consciousness is going to be the be pretty much the biggest one that we can accept that and um, help you know helping each other communicating being honest about what we see sharing that with other people um, and I wonder just as I sit here um, I wonder whether or not, you know, there is an opportunity to um, go into that world and help people there as well um, or if that's something that's off, off limits and that's just something reserved for people in that world. 
so that's a that's another question i guess i i, I might have to ask ralph but um i haven't read the book for a while so may well have asked that question so i just have to go with the flow as much as you guys and and share share with you the conversations in their purest form and maybe it's a, a brief reflection of my own at the end um but ultimately i've been reflecting the whole way through in my conversations with ralph as well so i hope you enjoyed today everything is um and everything that you're experiencing matters everything that everybody's experiencing matters and if we just remember in that unity consciousness and hold that vibration of acceptance that that is what is a very healing vibration for people so thanks for joining me and i'll see you next time